Welcome to Retiring Generously, a podcast for the charitably inclined. I'm Caleb Frankert, financial advisor and enrolled agent at Blue Jay Financial Group in Defiance, Ohio. My mission is to equip you with the knowledge and resources to be generous, tax efficient, and intentional with your retirement dollars. Let's get started. If you haven't listened to this podcast from the start, you may have a little catching up to do. The good news is that these episodes are only about 10 minutes long, so you can make a lot of progress in a short amount of time. As I said earlier on, these episodes will start to build on each other, and today we're going to keep building. In prior episodes, we talked about required minimum distributions. Then we talked about qualified charitable distributions as a potential remedy. If these terms are foreign to you, I suggest going back and listening to those episodes. Today, we'll be talking about another savvy, tax-efficient strategy. You might even be familiar with this one, but today we're going to examine it in a different light, or with a different objective, I should say. If you have experience with retirement accounts, whether it's through an employer-sponsored plan or your own in the form of IRAs, you're probably aware that there are different classifications when it comes to these accounts. We've established in our discourse on required minimum distributions that traditional retirement accounts have long been a tool of tax deferral. But something that we have not yet covered is the Roth retirement account. I say that because Roth options are no longer limited to just Roth IRAs. The Roth IRA was introduced by the Taxpayer Relief Act of 1997, named after its creator, Senator William Roth of Delaware. Over the years, Roth 401ks, Roth 403bs, and even simple Roth IRAs and SEP Roth IRAs have been introduced. The premise of the Roth versus a traditional retirement account is this. Instead of deferring taxes now, like the traditional, a Roth allows you to pay taxes now, and if done properly, the taxpayer will not pay taxes on the growth when pulled out down the road in retirement. So, you could look at your options this way. Do I want to pay taxes now or later? If you fall in the camp that does not believe that you're going to be in a lower income tax bracket in retirement, which I do, Roth is almost certainly the way to go. Now, you may be asking yourself why the IRS would be okay with settling up now and letting all of that long-term growth go untaxed. It's a good question to ask, and I believe the answer is this. The IRS needs revenue now. Remember, they are the internal revenue service. So they're willing to make that deal. Now you and I, if we were in their shoes, we wouldn't make that deal. But because they need revenue, they are willing to take less money up front. And because the money is considered already taxed, there are no required minimum distributions due. I promise I'm getting to the point, but first just a little more groundwork. If you pass away with a retirement account, a traditional retirement account that is, your beneficiaries will have required minimum distributions. Remember, the goal for the IRS is to get these accounts out of tax-deferred status and into taxed status. In the old days, and by that I mean before 2020, beneficiaries could stretch their required minimum distributions over their own life expectancy. So in effect, they could take much smaller distributions 
over a much longer period of time, depending on their age when inheriting these accounts. That also provided a really long runway to keep growing funds in a tax-deferred manner for longer. Since the SECURE Act of 2019, beneficiaries are forced to deplete their inherited retirement accounts in full within 10 years. So they've eliminated what we call the stretch IRA. In conjunction, they also pushed out the required minimum distribution age to 72, and then it was 73 with SECURE Act 2.0. So let's think critically here for a second. Why would they do that? I may be cynical, but here's what I think is happening. Let's delay distributions until a later age, so less is taxed before I pass away. Life expectancy in the U.S. is around 79 years old. If your kids are your beneficiaries, which is most common, let's assume that your kids are inheriting your retirement accounts in, let's say, their 50s or 60s. So for all intents and purposes, those are their prime earning years. And if they're earning more money than they ever have, they're probably paying more in taxes than they ever have. Now, to add insult to injury, they're forced to distribute all of their assets within 10 years. So the IRS is forcing higher distributions at higher tax rates by eliminating the stretch provision. You probably envisioned leaving behind a nice little chunk of change for your loved ones, but did you envision leaving 40% to the IRS? I think not. And while that may be on the high side, just take a look at where current income tax brackets are. It's not far-fetched. Your kids will almost certainly be in a higher income tax bracket than you are at this stage in life. Okay, so the beauty of a Roth retirement account is that taxes have already been paid. So if you leave your kids in the same situation with a Roth versus a traditional, well, you can kind of see where this is going. So there's certainly a case for making Roth contributions throughout your working years rather than traditional contributions. But as I said, Roth wasn't even an option before 1997. And now hopefully you're starting to see this episode beginning to reach the main point. One of the best tax strategies that we have available now is what we call Roth conversions. In a Roth conversion, we settle up with Uncle Sam on our traditional retirement accounts, thus converting them to Roth accounts and taking them from that tax later status to tax never again status. And just to clarify, this does not have to be done all at once. Roth conversions can be done systematically as a part of a really effective financial plan. It's a strategy that requires meticulous planning and perfect execution, so you need to proceed with caution. However, if retiring generously includes being generous to the next generation, you can see why this is a worthwhile endeavor. I realize that this was a bit of a technical episode, and the material presented here was laying a good deal of groundwork, but here are the points you should be taking away. Point one, while RMDs may not be a big problem for you, they could be a massive problem for your heirs. Point two, when thinking about the next generation, tax-free beats tax-deferred every time. And point three, the time to start planning for Roth conversions is now. Next time, we're going to discuss effective beneficiary designation strategies, so if you enjoyed this one, you won't want to miss the next episode of Retiring Generously. Well, that's all for this episode of Retiring Generously. I've been your host, Caleb Frankert. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have questions or topics that you would like covered on the Retiring Generously podcast, 
You can reach me at podcast at bluejfg.com. If you'd like to talk about your specific situation, you can schedule a 15-minute phone call at calendly.com slash Caleb dash Frankert. That's C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com slash C-A-L-E-B dash F-R-A-N-K-A-R-T. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Blue Jay Financial Group, LLC. Blue Jay is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of Ohio. Registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The presence of this advertisement on this podcast shall not be directly or indirectly interpreted as a solicitation of investment advisory services to persons of another jurisdiction unless otherwise permitted by statute. Follow-up or individualized responses to consumers in a particular state by Blue Jay and the rendering of personalized investment advice for compensation shall not be made without first complying with jurisdiction requirements or pursuant an applicable state exemption. All verbal and written content on this presentation is for information purposes only. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Blue Jay, unless otherwise specifically cited. Material presented is believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations are made by our firm as to other parties' informational accuracy or completeness. All information or ideas provided should be discussed in detail with an advisor, accountant, or legal counsel prior to implementation.